92.9 ESPN. I've told you before that just because a team has a terrible overall record, it doesn't mean that they're a bad bet. Take the Washington Nationals, for example. They have the second worst record in the National League, but somehow they are 9-2 in their last 11 home games. It's a good example of a record not telling the whole story. Bet the Nats on the money line at home until this trend peters out. I'm Trista Crick. Bet smarter and beat the books with BetQL and download the BetMGM app today. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Now, 92.9 FM ESPN presents Memphis's biggest columnist. You ain't got to do nothing, homeboy. You ain't writing nothing. <laughs> no, you ain't. ain't writing nothing. I ain't letting him write. He ain't getting no interviews. It's the award-winning Jeff Calkins from the Daily Memphian and the Jeff Calkins Show. I don't get no interviews. I know. I'm good. I'm good. On 92.9 FM ESPN. Gentlemen, this is something they call a groundbreaker. So let me first apologize to the shots and the ties for your makeup. Cause I make you ugly as soon as it drops. We're on a rampage. Bubbles popping up before you know where there's rubble enough. Cause we'll be pushing it up. Somebody say, I was a little treachery yesterday. A little treachery yesterday as Jeffrey let the day go by without me knowing that it was his birthday. You know what the problem was? I think, first of all, I didn't know that I wasn't following your wife on Twitter. Like, it's one of the X, whatever the heck. Some of those things is you're not even aware of, at some point, who you are and aren't following, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. And so then some, later I saw someone retweet a photo of you and a happy birthday wishes. But even then, honestly, had I been following her, and I've corrected that, had I been following her, I don't think she tweeted it out until after the show. No, it was, it was before the show. It was before the show? Mm-hmm. Oh, so it's my own fault. Yeah, totally. Well, happy birthday. But also, I'm not someone who cares about his birthday. Right, and and it, no one, let's be honest, no one, well, I suppose that's not true. There are people who tell everyone around them that it's their birthday. Mm-hmm. Is that true? That is true. Yeah, I no, I that's agree. That's true. Yeah. I, I find that hard to believe, a little inconceivable. Like, A, we all do have them, and, uh, and, and uh, yeah, I kind of like it. Mm-hmm. I, I, what I really like is when someone I know very well forgets my birthday completely because yep. it entitles me to forget their birthday completely. Correct. Now, now the, the <laughs> now social the contract has been even. signed. Exactly. That we are in agreement. We're, we're, we don't have to we celebrate this. We don't this. have to yeah. celebrate this. And so if I can make it through my birthday and Fishman hasn't remembered that it's my birthday, I consider that an absolute a yeah. triumph Yeah. because now I'm, I'm liberated to 100% Forget his birthday. But anyway, I forgot your birthday. Did you have a good birthday celebration? I did have what a What did very, you do? We had a very good birthday. We went to uh, Catherine and Mary's. Also, oh, very uh, nice. Uh-huh. I said on Twitter, I'm 35 years old, and I got surprised with a PlayStation 5, and I was like... Surprised? A, like a seven-year-old on Christmas morning. So why was that? It was... You, you, did, you were not asking for a PlayStation 5. Correct. But I had been... Do you have a PlayStation 4? I have a PlayStation 4, but not a 5. And because basically... It was released, like, during the pandemic. The 5 was? Correct. And there was massive logistic issue, like, logistical issues. It was very hard to get for, like, it was hard to get a- for like over a year. And um, so I just gave up. Is the 5? It's better. Way better. 
dramatically better way than better. the four? Way better. Really? So smooth, everything. I mean, smooth. Yeah, I mean, we went four and zero in Madden last night against the United States of America. Uh, it was just impressive. I mean, there were many out there saying that I was going to be rusty and that I wouldn't know what I was oh, looking you hadn't at. Been playing on the four? No, because correct. It was just I knew the five was out there, and so now you fired mm-hmm. up the five. Yeah, and and the Catherine and Mary's. What'd you get? You got a steak. No, they have a steak. They got. They do. They have. They have the. I strip. think the pasta there's. So we terrific. got. We started with uh, beef carpaccio and the Caesar. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Then we had two pastas that I. You could give me a hundred cha- attempts to right. name them. One was a stuffed pasta. The other was like these tiny little tubed noodles, but uh-huh. with like a red sauce and uh, pancetta. Delightful. And then our we did the chicken breast for the entree, and then it was tiramisu with obviously with a scoop of chocolate gelato. In the meantime, I was having a brush with the law uh, right here on the radio. In fact, I think we have – we needed the edited audio uh, of this. We have the edited audio. But I was, I was sailing along, and I was on Poplar completely focused on my appearance with Jason and John, as I would be. I try to give 100% in everything I do, and so I was – I just come across, the, you know, where Union turns into Poplar – Crossed the viaduct there, and all of a sudden, I, I couldn't believe it. There are the blue lights behind me. This is what it sounded like. This is what it sounded like. Jeff Hawkins is the columnist over at the Daily Memphian host of the Jeff Hawkins Show here on Ernie Turner FM ESPN. joins us every Thursday, and he joins us. <laughs> Holy cow, Jeff. I think I'm they pulled over. We're gonna have to let I'm him go. It's yeah. serious. Yeah, well, because he's on the phone. Are you in? Are you in I one don't of? The, know why? Are you not allowed to be on the phone? Are you in Germantown? Like, he can be on the phone, right? Legally, can he? Still? I'm gonna get. I'm, I'm being pulled over. I don't know what I did, but I'm being pulled I think over. In Chicago, so. you can't be. But Hands free, you're good. I'm literally live on the air, being pulled over. He's back. Is he coming Jeff back? Jeff is live. Did you get off, Jeff? Yeah, he gave me a warning. All right. What, what was the offense? That's enough of that. That's enough of that. Mm-hmm. I was pulled over. Because I was holding my phone to my ear. And listen, when you have a 2006 minivan, there's no Bluetooth involved. So uh, I, I, I could have used – can you use a ear, uh, an ear pod? Can you do that? I am unclear. I think, I think the answer is yes. I also think that until – because I, I talked with Jason about it on our show. At first, I thought the cops pulled you over, not the trooper. Well, that's and what And I happened. was getting – I was getting so angry. On my behalf. Yes. That the cops had pulled me Correct. over. Correct. Because let's be clear about this. Getting pulled over for this. Right. We have real problems. We have bigger people. fish to fry. Like, yes, exactly right. Like, but it makes a lot of sense. In fact, I later saw on Facebook someone saying, why were troopers all up and down Poplar? I think and it's speeding, right? They're, yeah. They're, what's happening yeah. Is, is that we have asked for and are now receiving... Um, extra help because people are acknowledging, as we as we talked about two weeks ago, that the driving here is out of control. The fatalities um, are. Yeah, this is not a perception. This, this is, is no reality. longer like yeah. ever. We just think we have the worst drivers. Recent data suggests we have crazy ass drivers, and so the state police have moved in to help and. They don't play by the uh, same rules, and if they see anything, as small as it may be, as quote-unquote icky-tack as it may be, yeah. And I'm not saying I was right to be on the phone. If I'm, if it's against the law, well, it's I would like to stick up for you here, because, as you pointed out, your commitment to excellence, yeah, particularly on any show, it it's doesn't matter if audio it's quality, a hundred percent. And as a producer, if I, if I had real commitment to excellence, I wouldn't be driving during the segment. But that's asking too much. Well, I mean, Jeff, you're a busy <laughs> I, man. I got things. To you got do. things to do. You got so dogs uh, need car rides. But um, but yeah, it's very clearly that's what happened. And um, and the state troopers are like, we're cracking down on anything. It is a really interesting. I mean, there is this serious debate about this in the city, and nationally. Because way back when, and when New York cleaned up its crime crime problem, mm-hmm. uh, you know there was this whole idea that it was this 
broken windows. That if you if you if sure. you stop the broken windows, then you are going to ultimately create a atmosphere where crime isn't allowed to just exist. And you got to start with the little things and whatever. But then there's the separate uh, argument, which is also backed up by data, that if you allow uh, officers to stop for any ticky-tack thing, they will often use it, too often use it, to come down on one part of the community and not the other part of the community. Well, it becomes a it will become a, It'll become a, a yeah, a, a way in to, to abuse a certain population. Uh, and, uh, and so we shouldn't be doing that. And it's all just a pretext for pulling people over and, and bullying them, et cetera. Anyway, I, uh, I was pulled over yesterday and I got off with a warning and I am now, uh, hopefully if you see me careening around town, I will not be actually talking on my phone. What was interesting is there was someone on Twitter slash X who said what a thrill it was for him to it's one thing to hear it, to hear me being pulled over. But to, this guy was there. He was, what a thrill it was to watch Jeff Calkins be pulled over in real time while he is on the radio. Correct. And if you parse that out in which what a thrill it was to watch <laughs> Jeff Calkins get pulled over, it, it sends a different message. Yeah, that's true. Eh, it's amusing. And it was no big deal. And I, I for one, am grateful that the officers are here uh, helping out uh, in this city that needs it at this moment. So there you go. Uh, big day. Big day yesterday. Big day today because we got Jason Smith. Well, I, 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 got, I, can't, I can't let this pass. Yes. Um, I got rumors. I'm not calling them reports. Yeah. I got rumors that that wasn't the end of your bad day yesterday. I got oh, rumors. Oh, I, I, got, I got rumors. Yeah, that's true, too. Mm-hmm. The problem is this. Yeah, I then went out to the FES, FedEx, this is what it's called now. The, what, Unsubstantiated I, I, rumors. I went out to the golf tournament, and I enjoyed the lovely reception that they had there for media people, and then my car wouldn't start. Uh, and I got a, what, and I, what a day. This is the third time in the last two months. The problem is. You need a new battery? <laughs> well, no, the problem is twofold. It, it, no one wants to hear this, but the problem is that it doesn't consistently not start. Okay, it just it's just intermittently it's, once in a while doesn't start. And so I took it to my local garage and I did tell them that it's a AAA battery. Mm-hmm. And they said, oh, well, what you should do is you should got a AAA has had a problem with their batteries. You should call AAA and get them to replace it. And I probably should. The mm-hmm. problem with that is you then have to sit in your driveway and wait for AAA to yeah. come. And as you pointed out, I'm a busy man. Mm-hmm. Plus, I know for a fact I don't have the receipt. I don't trust that they have the receipt, whatever mm-hmm. else. It's throwing me into it. And then they're going to come in the bar, the, car, the damn car is going to start. Mm-hmm. And some people are telling me, well, it's probably the alternator. Uh, so, it's possible I should just throw the damn thing out and get a new car. I was going to say, it might also, this all might be going towards that conclusion. But who wants to spend, I, I really ask this seriously. I have a car. It's a 2006 minivan that was inherited from my now deceased mother-in-law and and i i got it even after we divorced like Mm -hmm. good relationship with that family we figured it out i ended up with her minivan you'll trade it you'll trade it only has one hundred and fifteen thousand miles on it and it goes well when it goes when it goes it goes i don't know if it does when it goes it goes who wants and then if you look at the price of a even a lightly used car, let's mm-hmm. say you buy a two-year-old used minivan mm-hmm. or a two-year-old used SUV, Honda CRV or whatever Previously the hell it is. Loved. Right? Previously loved. Previously loved because I can't afford to buy something brand new. What are you, crazy? So it's going to be forty grand. And who mm. wants to take that 40, whatever, like who wants to f- take 40 grand that you either have or that you're hoping to have in the future right. and layer on a $500 a month car payment? It just, I know I, I, this is a source of wonder for me all the time because anywhere I go, I look around and I have the worst car, right? And I'm thinking almost anywhere I go. And I'm thinking, how do all these people have nicer cars than me? I must make more money than some of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, the answer is they have debt. Well, why would you want that? Well, you do realize because people want the car. 
I got paid for college. I I don't know if you're familiar with this. There are people that spend more than they have. (laughs) (laughs) There are people who are who who really, really, really want the car. Correct. I think I would like the car Mm -hmm. for about a week. Yes, that's your problem. And then I would trash it. My dogs would be in it. Uh huh. I'd someone, one of my kids would run into something, mm-hmm. and then it would just be a that maybe it, it is true. The, the 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 time when you when I when it really does get that you need a new car, mm-hmm. it's not the aesthetics. It's not anything else. No, for it's me. the pulling the trigger. It's when it doesn't go. Yeah. Because now three times in the past two months. Once this past Sunday in the church, in the parking lot of Idlewild Presbyterian mm-hmm. Church, and by the way, getting a jump at church, interesting dilemma. Because well, which parking? Were you in the the one on the left? Were you in that parking I, lot on the left? It's like tight angles and everything. No, no, it was fine. The, the problem with getting a after church needing a jump. The good thing is everyone's there. Yes. The bad and, thing and is every, the, and, and, yeah, and hopefully they yes. just came from church. Correct. The bad thing is everyone's, everyone's there. there. Yes. So it's a real. Jesse Caucus. It's a, it's a real. It, that's the problem. And so there's no. And honestly, last now night, is this the first time though recently that it's happened in church or is this at a repeat? Church. Never happened at church okay. before. That's at least that's helpful. It's now happened anyway. So yeah, thank you for bringing that up. I didn't. This is a. Well, a, I had to. I had to go to the first source. world problems. Uh, yeah. So uh, I want to thank the folks who helped me out last night. Thank the folks who helped me out Sunday. Mm-hmm. Thanks the folks who helped me out. Uh-huh. And thanks the trooper. Today on the radio show, Jason Smith's going to join us. <laughs> Talk to him about the Memphis Tigers uh, uh, and everything else. Chris Harrington, straight up at 10 o'clock. He has an interesting column up about John ja Morant's tattoos, his new tattoo. Uh, new tattoo, what do you call it? Tattoo. Ink. His new ink, his new. But it's not, it's a, it's a, it's a tableau. It's a beautiful portrait. It's a, it's not, this is not just one tattoo on his arm. This is a whole yeah. new, uh, there's no space left. Like yeah, if, if no, he, I, I did if not he see becomes it. MVP, yeah, the, I don't know where he puts it. I that. don't think there's any more canvas. There's not a lot of more canvas left. It, he, uh, and as Chris wrote about this. We are in a place where everything Ja does becomes news is a source of what, what do we what do we think of this like what 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 is, what does this mean right it's every tweet it's every like of a, someone else's tweet it's everything he does is and it's certainly every tattoo is a source of interpretation and it's insane and it's totally natural right it's totally yeah. to be expected because we're worried about him well, well, and also like him. it is the fate of the franchise, the most important thing. Well, most important thing might, in fact, be the arena stuff. But then beyond that, the next most important thing in the franchise is John Morant's mental state, John Morant's quote-unquote recovery, John Morant's path to redemption and triumph and everything else. That is the most important thing uh, right now that is up in the air for uh, the Memphis Grizzlies, and this community cares about the Grizzlies, and so we look – Anytime something is offered up, we look for what could that possibly mean, which is insane. Like we, it, 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 sometimes a tweet is just a tweet, right? Sometimes yes. a tattoo is just a tattoo, and yet there we are looking for meaning in this. And yet, as I said, completely understandable and natural we do that because we have nothing else to go on. Well, and like particularly with the, the tattoo, like there's a personal choice there's like Absolutely. a decision and what stuff. is he so, choosing yeah, exactly. to so the, the most obvious thing that's like oh this is good news there's a grizzly logo on his back like that's that's good that's good it's not a i'm out of here uh sentence on his back it says it's a grizzly logo on his back and to be honest pretty better, prominent better better than better than other logos he could have it's certainly better than if he put a Lakers logo on his back. 100%. Right? That would, yeah. be, that would be worrisome. Correct. Or honestly, well, let me ask you this. Would it have been worrisome if there had been all of this stuff on his back and no reference to Memphis and the Grizzlies? Literally, not the Lakers. I mean, he's not going to put a Lakers logo on his sure, back. Sure, yeah, yeah. But you could have imagined a world where there was no I think, reference to the Grizzlies on his back. Okay, to be clear, though, I would need someone. There's a lot on that. Agreed. Like the 
There's it's a very it's very full. Yes. Correct. I would need someone to tell me analyze it. We could have a whole course at the University of Correct. Memphis on Jazz Back. But I would need someone to specifically point out, you know, there's no reference to Memphis. Because there's no way like I would be you sifting through it? Yeah. Well, there could have been some reference to Memphis that I might have missed. Like, yes. But let's say let's say someone points out and says, you know what? You look at that whole back, and there's a there's reference nothing, to Kobe. Nothing, nothing there. And there's a reference to, to there's, there's, there's a reference Nike to Nike, logo, but not, not and to there's, Memphis. Uh, there, there, there's Murray State. Mm-hmm. And I see no reference to Grizzlies or the city of Memphis. I mean, I think that would if, have actually, if I we're think being honest, we would have been troublesome. We would not have liked it. We would not have liked it. Correct. Let me ask you this. Do you think Ja will spend not his entire career? Because in the end, like if you spend your uh, if you spend twelve years at with Memphis and then you end up with the Grizzlies and then you end up playing two years from the Miami Heat okay. or something, right? Whatever, you don't at that point. I don't think unless it's a, a bitter parting, you don't regret the Grizzly logo on your back. Yes, right. It's, yes, it's where you spent it was the bulk time, of your yeah, career yeah. and whatever else. And so yeah, you don't. You, it's fine. Like I don't think. I don't know how Jerry Rice feels about tattoos, but I think if he had a 49er tattoo on his back, you wouldn't say, what an idiot you are. You didn't even end up with the 49er. Yeah, I mean, he still goes and gets drunk at Niners games every Sunday. Yeah. So I think that's fine. If in a year, hypothetically, Ja forces a trade out of here, right? Then Mm -hmm. the the grizzly on his back would look stupid, don't you think? He might even have— That would probably be like a no-regerts tat. That would be a no-regerts tat. Mm -hmm. Right. So do you believe that he will be in Memphis long enough that that tat will stay there and be true and meaningful and represent uh, his connection to the city of Memphis forever and ever and ever? I would vote yes. That seems likely, right? Well, the other thing is it's not the tattoo that binds him to Memphis. It's the contract. Correct. <laughs> you know? It's the 200 and what is it? Yeah. Well, 240 million? Yeah. And so uh, anyway, Chris has written all about this, how how we are hyperanalyzing the tattoo. He has mm-hmm. a column up. I would urge you to read it. I've tweeted it out. Chris will be joining us. Uh, Jason Smith, then Chris Harrington. Then we're going to have a busy second hour because Parth is going to jump on and give us another update from the Dominican Republic. Jeff, the DR. The D- I've I've forsworn mm-hmm. the DR uh, just as I've forsworn uh, driving cars that work while mm-hmm. also cars that work and driving while holding the phone in my ear. So uh, Parth is going to join us from the Dominican Republic with an update. Has a piece up today about the Hardaway family, about uh, about the brothers playing for the team, catching up, uh, and all of that. And then really great event unfolding in Memphis and. There's so much attention all the time placed on the stuff that's going wrong, right? And, um, and I, I'm, I continue to celebrate and I'm amazed by the people who say, huh, this would be a good thing to have in Memphis. You know, that, like I, I, I just I drove by the Leftwich Tennis Center the other day. That place is magnificent, mm-hmm. the new tennis center. Like there's all kinds of good things happening even amidst the bad things all the time. But one of the good things that has happened is that we now have literally one of the best track meets in the country takes place in Memphis every year. Um, it is it is literally one of the best track meets in the country. It is the uh, Eddie Murphy Classic now in its seventh year. Is this the one at CBHS? Well, it has been at CBHS. Okay. Tonight it's at Rhodes. Uh, it, it's this weekend. And it's at Rhodes Friday and Saturday. But just f- for, like tonight, there's pros hitting the track at 7.30 at Rhodes. Um, and um, the, the names are just astonishing. So Ating Mu, I hope I'm pronouncing his name, uh, won the gold medal in the 800 at the Tokyo Olympics in 2020. He is there. Right, uh, Christian Coleman. Uh, Christian Coleman uh, actually ran for Tennessee. W- just won the hundred at the 2019 w- w- World Championships in Doha, Qatar. Um, you've got I don't I don't know these names because it's not my world. Um, Keddie Bednarik, who is an Olympic and World Silver medalist in the 200, 
Anna Hall, who is a U.S. national championship in the heptathlon. Uh, Sandy Morris, Olympic silver medalist and three-time world silver medalist in the pole vault, et cetera, et cetera. Jasmine Camacho Quinn, who is Olympic gold medalist in the 100 hurdles. This place, the, the, the thing is absolutely brimming with world champions <laughs> these are and people, gold medalists. These are people, it sounds like, that will have their names called in Paris next year. And they're at Rhodes. Correct. Tonight. And so Ed Murphy Jr. is going to join us uh, at the end of the show, and we'll talk to him a little about it, about how this whole thing unfolded. But it's just absolutely remarkable. They're also doing the uh, pole vault downtown again tomorrow night, and they're having a mile race around Memphis tomorrow night as well. So we'll talk to him about all of that. It's taken a long time to get to the lineup, but it's Jason Smith, Chris Harrington, Parth, and then uh, Ed Murphy uh, Jr. is going to join us as well. We do have other things to discuss, however, including uh, there was an NFL game, sort of, yeah. of sorts, and the under did not hit, right? The under did not hit. We got to the last possession. Really, <sighs> it was the touchdown before the half that screwed us. There was a there was a touchdown with like two seconds left. Had that not occurred, I think we were fine. It was. There is this excitement. For the game to begin, for football to be on the TV, yeah, and it lasts for about five minutes. It, it, it's <laughs> I love how we also forget every single year, but I how think it does. It is, right? I do, I do think it shows just truly how much we love football. Like that, you, that we anticipate yeah, like, this. We know we know what's going to happen every single year. It's the same thing. We watch for about a quarter, and we're fired up, and then we realize, kind of about halfway through the second quarter. You know, this is okay, really this bad is, football. This is really bad. This is horrible football. Uh, not much to take away. Zach Wilson uh, had one nice throw. Yeah, but that, I, I think that's actually Zach Wilson's career. <laughs> right. Yeah, he had one nice throw. Uh, how about Dorian Thompson-Robinson? Were you impressed DTR. With, were you impressed with him by, for the Browns? Uh, more, than, uh, more than the starter. Yeah, I mean... Not much to take away from that. Yeah, I mean, there's. All right, if we're so gonna then, sit there and pretend, let's get to the other. Let's get to the other news then, and that is, um, the realignment stuff. Mm-hmm. And there is, I don't know that it's breaking news, but Jeffrey, give us the latest on. Well, we got we got several of pieces of. Yep. Of Go news. ahead. Let's have the update. All right, so let's go start with the Pac-12. So last night, Arizona, through their board of regents, votes to uh, take the Big Twelve deal. So, they're moving on. Arizona's moving on. Correct. The, the assumption at that point is, all right, here it goes. This is, this is the, you know, Arizona State will follow, Utah will follow, and Washington and Oregon will work something out with the Big Ten, and it's on. Well, not so fast, my friends. Washington and Oregon got deals from the Big Ten that were not to their liking. Now, to be clear, still going to be more money than probably what they would right. get from the Pac-12, but they're not getting a full share. It was basically, they were getting half, about half of what other schools would get for and a by period the way, of time. Is it's for a period of time. Correct. You will ultimately become a full member. Correct. Do we have any sense of how long that will be? You're going to take. So I think it would be through the duration of this contract, which I believe is seven years. That's a long time. It might be five. This is not two years of half price. Correct. So. USC and UCLA are getting the full share. But when Maryland and Rutgers came in, they had they had this type of situation. So so they've said no deal. No deal. Have they formally said no deal? They have said no deal. Have they publicly said no deal or have they said through sources no deal? They have said through sources no deal, but now the other development is apparently the the remaining 9 Pac-12 presidents yeah, are now, uh, this is according to Pete Thamel, with the uh, Pac-12 president meeting at the top of the hour, there's optimism about the league's grant of rights being signed. The key linchpin is Oregon. Heading into the meeting, the school is trending towards not going to the Big Ten. And then he also then said Oregon now expected to stay in the Pac-12, barring an 11th hour change. Uh, that could have the power to keep the league together as Arizona has not finalized its deal with the Big 12. So now there is oh Arizona could correct. Re- could reverse field correct they so they said we're in but, but apparently they there's no ink on the paper now to well, be clear right this could be a stay of execution it could be Oregon and Washington just bluffing correct this could be this that's the other aspect this could all be negotiating 
And this could be... It, there's nothing about the Pac-12 deal that has made them reconsider. Right? Well, and, and then on top of that, even let's let's say that they they everybody decides to stay, which is very much a possibility. Except for Colorado, correct? Colorado, which is already except gone. for Colorado, yeah. which is already which is, is is gone. If everyone decides to stay, this is still a league with no stability and a crappy TV deal. So. We're just going to do this song and dance again at some point. Well, I was going to say, they're, they're, they're going to decide to stay for how long, and the grant of rights is for how long? What do we... Correct. What do we believe that to be? Unclear. Because the, you know, that that deal with Apple has been fairly secretive. Um, My suspicion is nothing's going to be more than five years. Because I think the selling... Even though, like, even though we know the real reason nobody wants it to be long is because everyone wants to be somewhere else, the biggest reason they would like it to be a short-term deal so they could get another one. Right. What, what do you think that, well, from two perspectives, from the perspective of college football fan, okay, what should one be rooting for? At the perspective of, more specifically, Memphis Tiger football fan, what should one be rooting for? This to uh, break apart. Which one? Both? Everything. And the other... You don't want the Pac-12 to... No, you do not. No, you want instability. Memphis's best and, chance and for moving up is chaos. You need chaos you need, you chaos believe, and you need just, just, instability. Just, just people will be asking this question. Yeah. If the Pac-12 stays together, yeah. Colorado goes, you don't think Memphis no, could that slide is not, in no, as the next I, I do not believe that. Who would? I... I Someone else. I just don't believe. It. I think and it's not in, a slot. It's entirely possible that Fox said we'll pay for fourteen schools, or Fox and ESPN told the Big Twelve, "Hey, because we're giving Colorado full share, so we're tacking on thirty-two million a year. We'll pay for one more school at that price. We're not paying for another three. And there's no way the Big Twelve presidents are going to sit there and go, "Hey, we'll we'll let Memphis come in." And just take our shares. Like, there's just no way. Like, they're not going to get the money. They would be. They well, just said it. they're paying for another. They would pay for another school. If the ESPN says they're paying for another school, they would pay for another uh, power five power school. school. That's like written in the contract, right? So but I they would don't. Not, they, I don't think this presents an opportunity for Memphis. There's no opportunity there for Memphis. Correct. I think the Big Twelve would would probably. So you want to stay? And why do you, as a college football fan, want? The oh, Pac-12? as a college football fan, I'm I'm. But I that ship sailed long ago. Doesn't that matter. I'm depressed. Like I I. I, I it is an interesting thing now. There have been times across the last twenty years when various people have. Not defended it, but, the, you know, whatever. It, it's not been the end of the world. And now it feels like every commentator on college football that I see is just depressed. I think the most optimistic people, excuse me, the most optimistic people have this refrain. Game day is still great. Well, game day on television is still great. That's, sure. That that's the uh, to me the the best defense of this. If you want to try to muster a defense of this, it is the more condensed it gets. And this is I do not believe a word of this from my own perspective, but the more condensed it gets, you're going to have more great games because you're going to have just the SEC is just going to be playing the SEC and it's or it's going to be playing the Big Ten. It's going to be playing, yeah. and you're going to be your distilled. Point, like that's a logical fallacy. You're going to be distilled down to the best teams, and it's going to be like the NFL yep. when we have and that's uh, the problem. And when College we have football's not the NFL. when we have all the best teams, and so every Saturday you're going to be seeing great games. You're not going to have any of this Alabama versus Cupcake U kind of stuff. You're going to have great games, and that's good for everybody. Yep, and that is a that's the that's the only argument to me that you could make on behalf of this, and it's garbage. Yes, because the people that are making that argument, um, spoiler alert, they're television executives, and television executives don't get college football; they get the NFL, and so therefore they're trying to turn it into something that they understand, which is the NFL, and that's not the sport. Right. It's not. It's not the NFL. And the whole point is that we're we're supposed to enjoy. And when the, you more, say, the more the more the more college football becomes game, diet NFL, it's when worse. you say game day is still great. Yes, what we 
what that generally means is, and, and this is true whether you're actually at the stadium or not at the stadium, game day at the stadium is still great. Like, it is still Saturday morning and tailgates and tradition and marching band. Like, it is still great. But the truth of the matter is, it is much less great when you squeeze out everything except for the professional football aspects of college football. There was a Washington State fan who went on Reddit. Never quite figured out Reddit. Uh, It's essentially like a a free message board. uh, I love college football. Ever since I was a kid, college football Saturday was my favorite day. And it all centered on Washington State. Now, this is Washington State, by the way, and it's, but it could, think about it. Sure. Connect it to Memphis or wherever you want to, Washington State. Growing up, I remember watching every game with my dad. And when the games weren't on TV, going for a drive just to listen to Bob Robertson call the game on the radio. Even when I went to school and had to suffer through the Paul Wurf teams, Wurf teams, they were among the worst in the country, I still found a way to enjoy the game sometimes. Why? Because there was always hope that things would turn around. But now here we are. Money and the whims of ESPN and Fox are going to destroy my team and athletic department. Washington State, a team in a tiny remote city with so much tradition, is going to be left out. We have some of the best TV ratings in the Pac-12, and we're famous for our passionate fan base, no matter how bad the team is. But none of that matters, because we're in the middle of nowhere, and a small group of of executives in some boardroom somewhere doesn't think we're a big enough name. Yeah, I know the team will still be around. The Mountain West will welcome us with open arms, and there will still be football at Martin Stadium in 2024. On paper, Washington State and the, Mid- and the Mountain West seem like a pretty good fit. But make no mistake, this move will cripple Washington State athletics as we know it. Mm-hmm. Um, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um, now we're a month away from kickoff, and my enthusiasm is at an all-time low. Why should I care about a sport that obviously doesn't care about me and my school? We could have a miracle year and win a national championship, but none of that would matter. Our fate for 2024 and beyond was sealed years ago, and there was nothing we can do about it. It sucks. And that's the problem, is that I, I, mean, I don't care particularly about Washington State, but college football shouldn't include Washington State. Yes. And passionate fans like that fan cares more that college football means more to that fan than the people making the decisions. Than the people making decisions. Yes. No, you know what this is exactly like? It's exactly like private equity firms that buy up newspapers. Right. They just don't care about newspapers. They, no, right. and they're slashing and cutting and they're slashing and cutting and they're slashing and cutting and they're they're squeezing out every dime they can of the things that they think are profitable and therefore we get this product that's like what am I what am I paying for here? And now we got this report, Jeff, as if the as if as if the hits just keep on rolling. Uh, according to uh, Sportica, Florida State is working with J.P. Morgan Chase to explore how the school's athletic department could raise capital from institutional funds such as private equity, according to multiple people familiar with the plans. P.E. Grant Sixth uh, Street is in advanced talks. To lead a possible investment, said the people who are granted anonymity. It's perfect. Yes, that's just, perfect. that's 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 where we are. It's disgusting. Uh, all right, we're going to talk to Jason Smith about this. Then Chris Harrington, Parth's going to join us from the Dominican Republic, and then Ed Murphy Jr. is going to join us. Talk about this extraordinary track event unfolding in Memphis. We got a busy show. Um, semi-annual sale is still going on at Oak Hall, and I would urge you to get there. I I got it. I uh, Dennis, uh, who works in the building here, asked me the other day. He said. Is there still good stuff at Oak Hall? And I oh, said, yeah. yeah. I said, absolutely. I said, it, he meant as part of the sale. It's a semi-annual sale. And in, it, let's be honest. When the stuff is gone, it's gone. They're, they're, you know, they're, they're beautiful clothes, but when it's gone, it's gone. I talked to uh, Paul from Oak Hall, and he was, he was bringing stuff over, stuff over from Nashville. So they were consolidating, and they do have plenty of stuff. Because I know this because Dennis then sent me a photo yesterday from Oak Hall of uh, of the things that he had bought and said, plenty of good stuff still here. Um, but listen, it's, it's, it's never going to be better than it is today. Savings throughout the store on spring and summer merchandise, up to 70% off on spring and summer merchandise. So uh, be like Dennis and get over there, 
1-800-636-2020. call Jason Smith coming up next. It is Jeff Gawkins Show, 92.9 FM ESPN. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Keeping your kids safe is a full-time job. Whether it's putting on outlet covers, installing child gates, or gluing down your priceless face. So Duracell made one part of childproofing simple. Our lithium coin batteries are the only ones coated in a non-toxic bitterant to help discourage swallowing. Your kid is safer, and you've got one less thing to worry about. Or glue down. Duracell. Engineered for more. Available in 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. Tonight, I've got a bonfire at the lake with friends. First, I need a spritz of my off-clean feel. My summer style is all about fun and not about... I don't need Mosquito Bite Red clashing with this crochet top. It's purple. It's bright. I could definitely pair it with my Amethyst eyeshadow palette. Best part is, ugly mosquitoes won't be messing with my fiery vibes. With off-clean feel, I've got eight hours of not-sticky, fragrance-free protection. Get your pre-party protection on with off-clean feel. SC Johnson, a family company. Hello and welcome to The Kroger Show. At Kroger, everyone wins when it comes to saving big. Because when you order online through the Kroger app, you get the same great prices, deals, and rewards on pickup or delivery that you do in-store with no hidden fees or markups. So no matter how you shop, you'll always save big at Kroger. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This Thursday through Saturday only during our three-day sale, save $10 on a total purchase of $75 or more with your digital coupon. Kroger, fresh for everyone. The FedEx St. Jude Championship returns to TPC Southwind August 9th through the 13th. Don't miss your chance to witness the top 70 players from the PGA Tour season battle it out in the first event of the FedEx Cup playoffs. Only 50 players will make it through Memphis. Don't miss your chance to watch the drama unfold. Daily grounds and upgraded ticket options are on sale now at FedExChampionship.com. Are you shopping for a new watch, an engagement ring, or any kind of jewelry at all? Then come shop where the Grizzlies and former University of Memphis Tiger great shop, Platinum Jewelers here in Memphis. Platinum Jewelers has a big selection of earrings, stackable rings, luxury watches, necklaces, bracelets, really whatever you need. We do custom jewelry and are located at 9387 Poplar Avenue next to Fresh Market in Germantown. So if you need anything jewelry related, Come see Platinum Jewelers. For nearly 18 years, we've been delivering brand new vehicles right there in the Memphis market. And now we're excited to announce that Red River has a Toyota store right here in Wynn, just a short hop across the river to get the best deal on a new Toyota than anywhere else in your state or our state. Or we can bring it right to Memphis and drop it off in your driveway. You can order yours online right now at RedRiverToyota.com and we'll bring it to you. So check us out at RedRiverToyota.com or come see us and win. Dad, I don't feel good. <coughs> I'll grab the Vicks Dayquil Kids Honey. Isn't Dayquil just for parents? Actually, Vicks Dayquil Kids Honey is just for kids. Specially designed to treat kids' most bothersome cold symptoms quickly with a honey-licious tasting flavor kids like. You know what else kids like? Dayquil Kids Honey first, then video games. Deal. Vicks Dayquil Kids Honey. The kids' honeylicious daytime coughing congestion stuffy head stuffy nose medicine. Safe for ages 6 plus. 
Staples presents a lesson in back-to-school savings. Your local Staples now accepts Amazon returns. So when you return your Amazon order at Staples, you receive a coupon for $10 off your next $30 Staples purchase. So you can save even more on top of huge back-to-school deals. Like right now, two-pocket poly folders and Staples eight-count number two pencils are each just 50 cents. Staples gives you more ways to save even more. 50 cent offers and 826. Pricing and limits may vary in-store and online. Amazon return offer in-store only. Exclusions apply. The second half of the baseball season is here, and each game means a little, a little bit, bit more. We're talking pennant races and wild card chases, with each pitch bringing us closer to the playoffs. The free Odyssey app lets you listen to live play-by-play of your local team. So no matter what you're up to, you'll never have to miss another game. Download the free Odyssey app today and keep baseball close by all summer long. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. Odyssey. My little brother's friends have been camped out at our place for two days straight. Three. It's because of the Xfinity 10G network. Internet that can handle a house full of screens at once with like basically no interruptions. And it's only getting faster. When I was their age, internet like this was a pipe dream. You sound like my grandpa. Please go home. The next generation 10G network only from Xfinity. The future starts now. Now through July 30th, new customers can get 200 megabit per second internet on the next generation Xfinity 10G network for just $35 a month for two years. Plus, there's no annual contract required and you get Wi-Fi equipment included. Go to Xfinity.com slash 10G, call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Taxes and fees extra. After promo, regular rates apply to internet service and devices. Actual speeds vary. Jeff's guests appear on the Service Master by Cornerstone phone lines. The experts when it comes to disaster cleanup. Service Master by Cornerstone. Now, back to the Jeff Calkins Show, live from the Genesis Memphis Covington Pike Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. Back on the Jeff Calkins Show, joined now by Jason Smith. Every single day from 11 to 2, it's Jason and John. Jason joins me now. So, Jason, just to deal with this, uh, what's your whole perspective on the conference realignment? Are you rooting for anything in particular? Are you sick of it? Are you weary of talking about it, even as it seems more urgent to talk about than ever? What's your perspective? Um, I'm, I'm with Jeffrey. That I guess at this point you're rooting for, for chaos and um, maybe a, a future ACC invite. I don't know at this point, all the, uh, the doors seem to have, to have the ones that you hoped would be there closed. And that one seems like perhaps the final one down the line, but again, so much has got to transpire before then. I'm, you know, fatigue fed up talking about it because it always seems like it ends up with the same conclusion. Memphis left on the outside looking in here we are. Well, I think that is one of the reasons that it's particularly, well, hey, it's just depressing. <laughs> broadly speaking but then you're right it's more fun to talk about if there's at least some path for Memphis you know if we can see gotta see the path need the path right and when there was when you could you know talk yourself into okay well if the Pac-12 does this and they pull Colorado and maybe they go in you know as long as there was a path you could at least talk about it with uh you know I I guess a little bit of a a little bit more hope than you can when when it, it does seem as unclear as and, and, and unstable as things do now. But I, I, it is, you're right. I mean, it's, a, it's, in this, it's as important a sports story as there is in terms of uh, with Memphis. I mean, we could talk Grizzlies and their chances at a championship, and, and that's all, that's all going to be there hopefully for a while. But with Memphis and this university, this has long been the story. Can you get with the haves and get out, out of the have-nots boat at least for the, you know, I was listening to your read from, from the, the Washington State fan, and, and John was talking about this, you know, it, it is tough. And I can imagine for Oregon State, if, if you're going to end up in a Mountain West, whatever, you know, this, this latest talk, we'll, we'll see what happens even with that. But the point is, at least for them, they've tasted it, right? We've, we've never had it. We're the, we're the poor and the hungry that have never been on that side of things, and it's always been this sort of fight. And so, look, you're tired of fighting, you know, but, but you but, – in terms of trying to stay in the mix and controlling what you can control, which is, you know, improving your brand, that's, that's all 
I mean, it, it's just like your teacher tells you, focus on what you can control. And right now, that's the best Memphis could probably do. Uh, all right. Focused on the Grizzlies then. Um, how much have you, how much time have you spent analyzing Jaws tattoos? Oh, we did a little bit on the, uh, did a little bit on the show. And I, and listen, I, I think the most amazing thing was the fact that he did it four tattoo, you know, tattoo artists at the same time. We could talk oh, about, it was you know, incredible. The, the visual that, that, of that, that, that like that, it looked like open heart surgery. That, that, that's the story is that Jaws always going to try to take it to another level. So we were, you know, initially when we saw the whole entire back covered, we're going, my gosh, that must take two, three, four visits over days, if not more, to get your entire back. And then when you see the process and how it's done, who does that? Who has four tattoo artists oh, at the God. same time? Jaws always trying to be like all-star level at whatever he's doing or or set himself apart. And that's the way you do that. Get four, uh, what is the guy like, pain? I mean, we've never, you know, we've never seen anything like that. And so we can analyze the, the Grizzlies tattoo and, hey, would he ever cover it up with another team? I, I think what Jaws done and what he would do, is uh, any team he's played for. That's what he showed with the Knights thing, the Crestwood thing, as Drew Hill explained to us yesterday. Uh, he's got Murray State. He's got Grizzlies. And if he ended up, you know, with one of these bigger markets saying, you know, does the AD path where d- down the line he's playing a bigger market franchise, I imagine he adds that somewhere else on his body later. Uh, you like the commitment level. Jeffrey's right. It would have been news in terms of this thing with the, the Grizzlies part of the tattoo if there's no – if there's no grizzlies bear, if there's no grizzly bear there, then it's like, oh, oh my God, is he, uh, this whole thing with the NBA and the Grizzlies and how they've handled the suspension? Are they on that? Thank God we don't have to do that right now. No, I thought the, uh, in terms of you know, analysis of his tattoos, I thought, my gosh, John, do, do you like pain? I've never seen anything like four tattoo artists working on a guy at the same time. No, that scene, it was. It was. And it was I have like, to imagine like they're surgery. like the best tattoo artists in the world. Like, I haven't looked into them, but I can, yeah, you know, he's judging from their dude. backgrounds, yeah, they were. They look, all look famous and, 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 like, expert at their craft. So I'm sure he went out and got the best. But you don't read anything into, in terms of we're all worried about is, you know, concerned about it, want him to be on track. Want him to be on track and happy and committed and whatever else. You don't read anything positively or negatively into these tattoos. Oh, no, not, not, not at all. I mean, you know, we knew John was a tattoo guy, and this was probably always going to happen. I mean, we, you know, he's showing the, the, his partners, right? And, you know, Grizzlies, Nike, you know, everybody that he's, you know, committed to right now. And I think he, the, the thing that matters more to me is the fact that he didn't include the fifth-year player option in his extension. The fact that, you know, where you could get out if you wanted to. In terms of commitment level or anything else, how he's feeling, you know, what I care about is Jaw's relationship with the Grizzlies. And right now, from whether it's tattoo or that contract, uh, you got to like where things stand. Again, if we're talking about Jaw's mental state, how he's feeling, I, frankly, what, what are we doing? Like, until we get through these 25 games of suspension, it's not going to matter. What matters is Jaw staying on the court once he's done with that 25-game suspension. So we can all analyze, you know, in terms of what he looks like, what, what, he, what his demeanor is. I, I, I care to do that once he's on the court and, uh, uh, you know, hopefully staying on the court. It is funny what we analyze. Uh, we analyze uh, for the Memphis Tigers. They're at least on the court. Uh, tonight yeah. it's the select team, which is the team, uh, let's be honest, it's the team It's the team that Jalen Duran is on for the U.S. that will be playing against the team that Jaron Jackson is on to get them ready for the world championship. The select team is the Dominican select team. It's the equivalent of mm-hmm. that team. It's sort of the team that plays the national team to get them ready. I don't know who the hell's on this team. Um, are you... Like, are you, are you basically – there came a time in Summer League where you're like, okay, I've seen – it feels like we've seen what we're going to see here, right? Like, we, we've uh, – time. To, have you, like, was that last game, was game one? We saw what we were going to see. That was the game against real competition. I got the idea of what I'm going to get, or are you still interested in these next two tilts? I mean, I, 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 you know, if I, I saw you – know, I'd assume that you wouldn't get any kind of uh... – you know, stream or anything else off these last two games and figuring that that first one was hooked into the Dominican national team. Okay, that makes sense. But I saw earlier this morning Leon Taylor and maybe there have been others uh, who covers the Tigers for 24-7 saying a link's going to come yep. on this one. So, Jeff, I make that if there's a link there, you know, and, and right. I'll probably click on it. Uh, as far as staying locked in, no, I think you, you, you made the point. Uh, I, I said it with Jeffrey yesterday. If you're going to extract anything out of this trip, it's probably going to be from what you saw in that first game because at least we have 
the the context of knowing that's a prepared Dominican national team that's tuning up for something big. And you obviously had a, you know, they, they put a good effort in front of you. You know, you're playing against grown men. With a select team, man, you don't know who's going to be out there. And so if there was anything to extract, it was from that first game. And uh, I'm not going to dive in deep into the stat. I figure this is going to be a chance for Penny to get those guys like J.J. Taylor, you know, and, and, and uh, your Division two kid, Jonathan Pierre, Jaden, you know, get them more time. Because I, th- I think you saw what you wanted to in terms of what your vets, right, Javon, Caleb Mills, David Jones for the other team, you got a good look at what they can do, you know, against grown men. And David Jones even, you know, playing against some older guys in terms of this Memphis team. And so uh, you feel good about that. And I wouldn't – I'm not at least going to try to pull too much more out because I I do think it will be a little bit different. You're going to see more of the younger guys out there against these these lower-level select teams. The – I I was listening to you all yesterday. It seemed like in terms of individual players – your biggest takeaway was the effectiveness, leadership, all of that from Javon Quinterly. Is that right? That he, yeah, they did exactly what you want him to do when he's here and playing, you know, in this non-conference schedule where you're going to need to be building chemistry quick and, you know, find, uh, figuring out a pecking order, which is going to be the most important thing. He's, he's going to preside over that. And the fact he comes in, what was it, 13 and 7 assists, like did both. You know, I mean, stands out obviously as the uh, the orchestrator of the offense. That's what you want to see. I, I thought, listen, I think Caleb Mills going 18 and 8, and I think he threw in three assists to go with that. The fact that you've got Quinterly, it unlocks Mills. It allows him to just be a bucket from that shooting guard spot instead of where at Florida State, you know, he's told, hey, you're going to be able to do, you know, come in here, just put up shots. Eventually, he's having to run the offense, and that's 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 not. That's not a free Caleb Mills. So Caleb Mills, that's free to go do his thing as a scorer, and you saw that with Javon there. So I, I just think that's the other part. Javon, yes, you've got the guy that can be sort of Kendrick Davis in terms of running the offense, but also a gamer towards the end. And you saw how big he was, you know, in hitting the three to help bring him back along with Jordan. But then what he does for a Caleb Mills, um, I thought I thought that stood out. Caleb's going to be free to do his thing. I think that's a guy you got to look at as. On what should be a balanced scoring team, I think Caleb's going to be right up there with the leading scores, if not right there at the top. Jason, I appreciate it, man. Thank you. Have a great weekend. Yeah, 11-2, Jason and John, every single day. Can't promise that anyone's going to be arrested on their show or pulled over on their mm-hmm. show today, but you never know what's going to happen on any – it's live radio, man. Yes. You never know what, what is going to happen. Chris Harrington coming up. We're busy second hour. Chris Harrington, then Parth from the Dominican Republic. Uh, uh, Jeff, we've also got more breaking news. Oh, my God. What do we got now? Uh, Pete Thamel. This is incredible. Sources. This is real-time breaking this goes realignment back, news. This goes back though, to what I said earlier. This is all negotiations. Okay. Sources indicating to me and Heather Dinich that the Pac-12 is unlikely to land the plane this morning and get its media rights deal signed on this call today. Multiple variables at play here, including 11th hour Big Ten push 11th for hour. Oregon and Washington. Everything remains fluid. <sighs> this is awesome. This is this is I great. Guess. I, I never thought we'd be to breaking negotiations Correct. over conference In realignment nonsense. Mm-hmm. It's not nonsense, of course, because it's taking a. It is taking a. No, no, it is nonsense, but it also matters. It, like, exactly, it is taking a cherished American institution and smashing it into the wall. Um. So there you go. Busy second hour again. As I said, we got. Uh, Chris Harrington, we got Parth, and then Ed Murphy Jr. is going to join us to talk about the uh, the incredible, remarkable track event that is unfolding at Memphis. Before that, I will tell you, oh, if something crashes into your wall, Service Master by Cornerstone, that is who you should call. 901-RESPOND. Got that? Write it down. Maybe you can remember it, but easier to write it down. 901-RESPOND. Uh, so whether it's storm damage, water damage, smoke damage, Mold. I mean, I, I, I told the story earlier. They are right now building two schools up in Covington. Um, that's, the, that's the scale of what they can tackle. They can certainly tackle uh, the tree falling through your house or your water, spur, water pipes bursting and flooding everything or whatnot. I, I know lots of people, honestly, who have had these problems just over the past year. Um, John Martin had, a, had, had this problem, water pipes uh, bursting and flooding his house. And it's good to know at that moment, like, what do you do? 
and it's Service Master by Cornerstone. Locally owned, locally operated, 24-hour phone line, work with every insurance company. And again, they, they have enough resources that they can build whole schools in Covington. They can certainly take care of you. The phone number to remember at that moment is 901-RESPOND. It is 901-RESPOND. That's Service Master by Cornerstone. Chris Harrington does join us next. We'll talk to him. It's Jeff Calkinshaw, 92.9 FM ESPN. Coming up at 11 a.m., it's the Jason and John Show. Weekdays from 11 a.m. till 2 p.m. on 92.9 FM ESPN, Memphis's sports station. Memphis Million is here at Southland Casino Hotel. Over a million dollars in cash, free play, and prizes are up for grabs now through August 30th. Come to Southland every Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday from 4.30 to 8 p.m. Earn a scratch-off card to win free play, food offers, prizes, and bonus drawing entries. New members earn a free scratch-off card instantly when you sign up. Win your share of $75,000 in cash, free play, and prizes each week. See you at Southland Casino Hotel for the Memphis Million Giveaway. Must be 21 plus. Play responsibly. For help quitting, call 800-522-4700. Are you a maintenance mechanic, diesel mechanic, welder, or a compactor repair person? Are you looking for a different kind of company and culture to be a part of? At Waste Connections and Team Waste, our employees reap the benefit of realizing their potential with our trust and full support. As a second chance company, we offer competitive pay, a sign-on bonus, tuition reimbursement, tool reimbursement for our mechanics, and at the end of every workday, you get to be home. Our culture is built on taking care of each other and the communities we serve. Apply today at careers.com. 